Welcome to the Lay Your Head on My Pillow podcast, where the whole vibe is like you're taking that much-needed nap, like an actual, restful, fulfilling, sustaining, sweet, sweet nap. That's the vibe. That's the intention. Let's get into it. I am going to be talking today about fasting. Why fasting? The fasts of the women in my life growing up were always very male-facing, and that's one thing about patriarchy. It's always very male-facing. In fact, you'll find uh, that often when women get together, they're talking about men, or if there's a man in a group of women, that he will somehow become the focus of attention. And we all find it so much easier to fawn over men than we do to support one another, sisters, or have support from our brothers. So let me share with you some of the reasons why I am fasting. All the reasons why I am fasting. I fast to give myself a break, to rest, to bring spaciousness and ease to my digestive system. I fast, number two, to give myself more time, more meditation. Number three, I fast for longer time on earth to fulfill my purpose. Number four, I fast for more time in my time. Number five, I fast for more time to hang out with Ravi. Number six, I am fasting to discover my purpose, to not hide from myself, to not hide within myself. Number seven, I fast to pray more. Number eight, I fast to show up as a source of unwavering support for myself. Steadfast, undaunted, disciplined, phoenix rising. Number nine, I fast to renew my relationship with food to grow my love for food, to appreciate food. Number 10, I fast to refine my palate, to cleanse my tongue and mind, to ready my mouth for more fulfillment, more beauty, maximum clarity, utility, and efficiency. Number 11, I fast to increase my vitality, to awaken for it does not befit me to be a slave to myself. I fast, number 12, I fast to build a sense of purpose based on being the master of my senses, which is a gateway to more freedom and discipline, a gateway to nirvana. Number 13, I fast to protest. Number 14, I fast to live in greater solidarity with those who are hungry. Number 15, I fast to make room for more. The Buddha says, empty your boat, bhikshu, empty your boat. Number 16, I fast to give myself a special gift I've always wanted, to emerge from the stone of myself, the armor of myself, into the sculpture that nature alone has designed, which is now hidden inside my rock. Number 17, I fast the I fast because it's a plan through which I can share and create content. Number 18, I fast as a plan to enter the stream, the path to liberation, to immerse myself with the aim of reaching to the other side. But also with the aim of reaching liberation in the here and now, present.
Number 19, I fast to make a dream come true. Number 20, I fast for a destiny fulfilled. Number 21, I fast as a way to fight back. Number 22, I fast as a way to honor my mother and grieve, to be present to memory, legacy, and change. I was listening to this podcast that I really like called The Seen and the Unseen with Amit Verma. In episode 327, that's a lot of episodes, he interviews this professor, Rahul Ramagundam, who wrote a book about George Fernandez amongst other books that he's written. And like this guy works so much and so hard and yet he's prolific and is able to produce books. And one of the things that he said was that while he was working on this book, he fasted. He didn't have his dinner so that he could have so that he could come back from work and start his other work, you know, his real work of writing and keep clear, keep a sense of vitality and awakeness, a freshness, a one-pointedness so that he could move through his manuscript into completion. Yeah, that's goals. That's goals right there. My understanding of fasting is that there is a aspect of romance to it, similar to the way that there is this aspect of romance to doing yoga asana, especially when I am alone and I allow my body to feel itself and listen to what I sound like when I breathe and listen to my body, which is what a lover does, a true lover does, you know, listen, listens to my body. And I too can do that. And I can feel my body in yoga. Similarly with fasting, I feel this aspect of romance because it's like, I'm giving myself this gift, you know, and it's so intimate. I love that so much because so many of us, especially women, especially Indian women, we can exist on the outskirts of our own lives and on the outskirts of our own body. So often survivors of sexual violence as well live on the outskirts of our bodies. And I find that fasting is a way for me to dig deep, you know, to go deep inside of myself. Yeah, so... There's also a romance to it. Growing up, there was a sense of with the women in my family that fasting is for a man, is for your man. You know what I mean? That you fast for your husband's good health, wealth, fortitude, good fortune. I didn't really ever hear the women in my life talk about how the fasting was for them too, but I know that it was. So I just have to fill in the blank on that part. So here's some a uh, couple of poems that I uh, wrote about fasting from a place of devotion. Until your hands feed my mouth, I will not eat. This next poem. I am fasting for him. He is not the only reason why I fast. But I want to fast for him. I want to carve into my body when he is not here, when we are not latched on to each other, when he is not locked into me. I want to fast for him. I want the erosion of the sea on me to turn my body into a valley, the receding ocean to turn myself into a riverbed, into the blood-red sands that blows dust into your mouth, into your eyes, 
into every place in your body that opens and closes. I want to fast for him. I fast for him through my days and nights. I fast for him as long as I wait for him. The fast presses against my fingers like corded metal guitar strings. I play the guitar alone in my studio. I fast to dive deeper into my solitude. I fast to cut the texture of steel strings into my aloneness, into the quick of my fingertips, till his hardness turns my soft into a melody. I want to ride the melody we make into a low, slow bass. I want to fast like an electric vena's eternal drone. I want to fast like a vena played by an elder, with one knee bent, spine erect, hand strumming in a calm loop. I want to fast for his health, his longevity, and mine, and my son's, and the world's. I want to fast for my man's good health. And I have the chance to do this. I know I can. I believe in myself. I do not take food through the day. And I take less food at night. Because I cannot bring him to my mouth. I cannot drink from him. I cannot feel him inside of me. So why should I eat? I feed myself on our reunion. I eat from all he has given me. In the meanwhile. I fast for him. As he tells me to wait. I wait for him. I wait for no man. But I wait for him. He brings my water down. I want to fast for him, you know. And like I said, all the all the women in my life, their fasting seemed to be male facing. But I know better, you understand? Now, I know this is a podcast for especially with survivors of sexual violence in mind. And I do believe that in some ways we are all survivors of sexual violence politically, socially, because we are surrounded by sexual violence, whether or not it's happening to our own bodies. It is certainly always happening to the body of humanity. So in my own experience as a woman in my mid-40s who has given birth and as an Indian woman, I find that surviving trauma to my body that was sexual in nature has had a great impact on my digestion. My digestion takes its time. I want to be an ally to my digestive system. You know, people talk about trusting your gut and there are various schools of thought that agree on this idea that so much of our intelligence is held in our in our stomachs and in our gut. And if I'm not helping my gut to know itself to be spacious and calm, then I feel that that must be getting in the way of some good knowledge that I need. And I can use all the wisdom that I can get right now. Our digestive system does this amazing job of acting as a super quick and efficient compost and we put food into our bodies it is immediately you know digested very fast turnaround here where usually within 24 hours we get waste we get energy stored we get nutrients it's amazing i noticed that my digestion has slowed down and also i really need to eat pretty clean and pretty simple and I just want to encourage you that if you are eating in such a way that you feel sluggish, that you feel stuck in a pattern and routine, that you feel somehow beholden to food, where thoughts of food occupy 
so much of your day and even night. You know, I just want to encourage you to notice that, to know that that's not the norm, that those are signs of addiction. To not be able to get your mind off something is a sign of addiction. In order to get through life's hardest battles, you know, what do you need that crutch for if it's not serving your system? Like if it's not keeping your system calm, one of the more embarrassing things that has happened to my body as a result of stress and trauma is like an inability to process food very well. So all sorts of food will give me a lot of gas. And when I fast, that immediately quiets down. And it makes me so calm. Like I feel so good for my body that it's not just like rooting and tooting all over the place. I, I'm aiming for peace. This is the episode on fasting. I will check back in about fasting again as I write more poems about it, as I notice more about fasting and the romance of fasting. I am Rupa, Dr. Rupa Bala Singh, former law school professor and writer.